Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, all you crazy cool parents, Suzanne here. I am flying solo today because I have a message for moms, a tribute to moms, actually, because Mother's Day is coming up. And I just wanted to share some thoughts that I have with you moms. And so dads, if you want to stay on and listen, by all means, stay on and listen. I know that you will take away some things that will help honor your mom or honor your wife as the mother of your children. But moms, this is for you. And so I just want to start off by saying Happy Mother's Day. If you are listening to this podcast after Mother's Day, then I would like to retroactive a Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day. I hope that you have a great day or I hope that you had a great day. I just wanted to share some thoughts. Um, Personally, moms, I always have had a love-hate relationship with this day, Mother's Day. Um... Early in my days when the girls were all little, um, I had lots of expectations around Mother's Day. And and they met most of them. And they would work so hard to make me a breakfast in bed. Now, albeit it might have had burnt toast or runny eggs, but their, their, their effort gets them credit, right? And they would bring me flowers, whether they were store-bought flowers or they were picked from the yard flowers. But flowers are flowers. Amazing. Anytime. They would bring gifts. They would be handmade gifts, maybe that were made at school or maybe were made upstairs with construction paper. And they would have the sweet little note in. And I'm pretty sure I've kept almost all of those <laughs> somewhere in a box. Um, but for me, what what made a Mother's Day a win back in those early days was a nap. I wanted an uninterrupted nap. And Don jumped through whatever hoops he could <laughs> to make sure I had a nap. But I also had expectations that the kids would be nice to each other and that they would get along and that they would obey everything I asked them to do, that they would be practically perfect in every way. Anybody out there have that kind of unspoken expectation that they have of their children? Because I think, you know what, this is my day. I do everything for you every other day of the year. Can't you do something for me? Can't you serve me? And I think how ridiculous of me to even think that, because if I serve them 364 days out of the year, what makes me think that they're going to be able to serve me one when they haven't practiced the other 364 days out of the year? And so very rarely would I go to bed the night of Mother's Day and be pleased with how the day played out. Because I was thinking that the day the day was supposed to be set apart to make me feel special, right? Like, remember, the kids were supposed to be perfect. That it was a highlighted day. I kind of see the day as, you know, this, this bright light shining on it where my role as mother would be honored and glorified. And that I would have, like, celebrity status for a day that would, would maybe pay me back or even commemorate all of the hard work that I did every other day for the rest of the year, every single day of my life. Needless to say, it was very stressful for everyone to try to pull that off for for me. And then if you're expecting that too, it's kind of hard for them to pull that off for you as well. 
And then, I mean, you've got to also throw in our moms, like, right, that we have moms or our mother-in-laws, our, our husband's moms, and we've got to spend time and space to enjoy their day too and make them feel special. So how in the world do you have enough minutes in the day to make it all be about me, which is kind of what I wanted, right? I wanted all eyes on me. What are you doing for me? You know, I do so much for you. This is the one day of the year that you're going to do something for me. Okay, it was it was not a good perspective. And if that's the perspective you have, then I would love to flip it. Like I was, oh my goodness, moms. It, the whole idea of Mother's Day flipped for me the year that my mom died. And it also happened to be, my mom died in January and then Mother's Day's in May. And then Molly, actually, um, my firstborn daughter, had gone away to college that year. And so the culmination of both of those things really opened my eyes come Mother's Day. To start off with, that Molly had gone off to college and that showed me, you know what, this, this intense hands-on high maintenance role of being a mom where we fix breakfast, lunch, and dinner for them. We make sure they have clothes. We drive them everywhere they need to go. We clean up after them. Just, you know, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on. That actually comes to an end and they become self-sufficient and they become independent and they actually do move out. And so when I, when I, when I noted, when I realized that, and then coupling with my, my mom's death and that first mother's day after she had died, um, it was so special to me because I didn't have to think about what flowers to get her or even what gifts I was going to give her. Cause I never could figure out what would be the perfect gift or even how much time I was going to be able to spend with her that day divided between what my kids were doing for me and what we were doing for my mother-in-law. I didn't have. I didn't have to, or I didn't get to do any of those things because she wasn't here. And it's almost like the things of this world dissolved because she wasn't in this world anymore. And all of a sudden, the things that were important, my memories of her, the, the things that she had done, those were the, my reflective thoughts that I got to get a, I got to honor her there and I got to pay attention to her, to her there. And I got to just go back and think about what a huge impact she had on my life. I mean, I totally give my mom credit for anything I do relationally. Don so gracefully calls me um, a, a relational guru and I got it from my mom because she was patient and she was kind and she listened and she was available and she didn't give her unsolicited opinion ever and she encouraged me every step that I took. She believed I could do anything. And so she, with, with that input that she gave me, I was able to turn around and give that to my kids. And so as I was thinking about mom, that, that, that mother's day, I realized, or I got a glimpse of the power that we have as moms. Do you hear that? We have crazy power well beyond when we have left this world well beyond when our kids have moved out, we have got crazy, crazy power and influence over our kids. Everything fell into place and I realized, oh, you want to know what? It's completely impossible to honor or be honored as a mother on just one day. I mean, seriously, moms, it would take more than a month. It takes, it will take it's going to take years and years and years and years to honor a mom. And I, I would say a lifetime, actually, because that's what that's what moms give. That's what we give. That's what our moms gave us. 
Moms give her life to make her kids have the time of their lives. Wow, that's reality is moms. We, we do a lot. We have a huge impact on our kids that is everlasting. We are the ones that are molding and shaping their very lives, their thoughts, their, their feelings, their actions. We're the ones that are getting to do that. We're the ones that are getting to, to pour truth into them and hope in, the, in all the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control. We're the ones that are showing them what that looks like, what that example is. And once I got that perspective of what of incredible influence that we have on our children, the children that God trusts us with, I just laughed. I just thought, oh yeah, there's yeah, that 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 job, that role as mom is way bigger than can ever be represented and celebrated in one day. It's way bigger. Okay, so let me just say, go ahead and be celebrated on this day. Oh my goodness, yes, May, you know, the, whatever, the Sunday in May that comes around, the dates change every year, but it's always in May, always a Sunday. By all means, enjoy breakfast in bed. Yes, if they give you flowers, gifts, homemade cards, the extra hugs. Maybe there is extra obedience. Hopefully you will get a nap. Maybe you'll get to have a break from the responsibilities of being a mom and you can go shopping by yourself. Yes, enjoy it. Embrace the day. Yes, 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 do that. Um, on this one day, for sure. Um, and then just, okay, here's a little side note, moms, just especially moms with young children. I want to help you set your the day up for success and your husband up for success. Share your expectations with your husband. If he's the one to make all your Mother's Day dreams come true, then share that with him. Tell him, I'd like to sleep in late. I'd like to take a nap. I do or don't want breakfast in bed. I um, would like to go shopping by myself. I would like um, this little piece of jewelry that says, I love you, mom. I'd like whatever your, I'd like flowers. I'd like a pick from the yard. I'd like them bought. Share them with the young husband <laughs> if you have young children because he has no idea how to do that he has no idea how to make and how to make your day special he wants to know that he wants to remember men are wired to make us happy and they have no idea how to do that and if we won't tell them how to do that then they're going to do it whatever way they think is going to but reality is they want to do what we want them to do and so i just want to encourage you to give him permission but if you have older kids, then encourage your husband to be a helper, but not the creator of Mother's Day. And I can't remember, the, the girls were older, and I remember telling, I remember telling Don, you're, you're not, I'm, I'm, I'm not your mom, you know, so you don't, you don't have to jump through all those hoops to honor me. I mean, you can honor me as my husband. I would love that. You can serve me as the mother of your children. I would love that. But you don't have to do things for me. Help the kids. You know, you can you can supply them with funds or you can drive them somewhere or you can help them in the kitchen, but you don't have to be in charge of that anymore. And so that really freed him up from feeling like he had to do too much on Mother's Day. Okay, but that's not even what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about. So anyway, enough about husbands for Mother's Day. Equip them, moms. Equip them. But from that Mother's Day over a decade ago, when I adopted a new outlook on this day set aside in the beautiful month of May, that this one day I realized, you know what, moms? Mother's Day is found in every day. 
if we'll pull all the expectations off of that one day and we'll start seeing how incredible we all the things that we are given in each day that makes our the day that we're living as a mother be so valuable so it's in the memories that we make it's in the laughter. It's in the in the sweaty little hugs, maybe when they've fallen down and they've scraped their knee and they're crying and they give you a big hug. Thank you, Mommy, for helping my boo-boo. It's for dirty-faced kisses. It's for the cleanup when you, you know how you sweep through the house at night, everybody's in bed and they're, they're, everybody's all tucked in and you look back over the day and you say, oh yeah, we played Legos and we ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And yep, that kid played in the mud and it's all over the place. And so many times I would see that mess and be frustrated that I'm stuck cleaning it up. But you want to know what moms, that's the gift. That's the reminder of what was done that day, the memories that were made and the molding and the shaping that happened in that day. The, the things that are found in each day of a mother is the fat little elbows of a toddler or a successful day of potty training. Maybe that, that um, elementary school kid comes home with a spelling test of 100 that they made and you studied for the night before and you thought there's no way. Or there's a text from the teenager that just says, thanks, mom. That's, that's the day of a mother where we get, that's our thanks. That's our gratitude. So here's the deal. Moms, we have to see the little things that happen each day. And we have to elevate those things. We have to multiply those things in our hearts so that we're satisfied. Because with this giant, overwhelming, too much to do role of being a mom, there's, there's not enough. There's, there's never going to be enough. So we have to see these little things as payments. We have to see them as gifts that we've been given throughout the season of motherhood. There's no way that we can put it all in a day. There's not enough flowers in the world to recognize or thank us for the job of being a mom. And this one day we have to spread it out over all the days. And so just a little thing I want to do is I want to just give you all the flowers out there that you see. Anytime you see a flower with your eyes and you take it in, I want you to just remember that you are loved, that you're doing an amazing job, that it's worth your time, effort, and energy to invest in these little people that God has entrusted you with. So that's another gift I would just, I want to give you each day of being a mother, all flowers out there, whether they're growing in the field or whether you see them in the grocery store or whether someone even delivers them to you from the florist. Those are a big giant thank you for all that you do spending your days as a mother. You are building the most valuable thing of all. You are building a generation of Jesus-loving, kingdom-building, contributing members to society. And wouldn't we all agree that our society desperately needs them, desperately needs what you are molding and shaping each day of being a mom? So, yes, enjoy this day in May set aside to honor you as a, as a mom. You deserve every bit of it. Don't let disappointments or expectations rob you of this day that's set aside for you. But after the Sunday on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every day after Mother's Day, this Mother's Day, all the way until the next Mother's Day, and every Mother's Day after that until the next one, until the next one, Look for the tiny little things 
the gestures, the hugs, notice the smiles, hear the laughs, and deposit those into your heart, remembering that every day really is Mother's Day. The day that mothers live, the day that mothers serve, the day that mothers are loved. That's what every day is for mothers. And so I just want to finish with this. In um, Luke chapter 2, it talks about um, when Jesus is born, the birth of Jesus. And it talks about all the the wonders and the amazingness and um how they had gone to Bethlehem and how the shepherds were out on the field and how the angels came and said, glory to God in the highest. And um, skip down to uh, chapter 2, verse 19. And I just love it because it just says, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The, the whole birth and all that, and it could have been an upside down mess. She gave birth in a barn. I mean, come on around animals. I can't even imagine the smell of that, but she chose to treasure them and ponder them in her heart. And then if you go on through the rest of that chapter, Jesus grows up right before our eyes. He's circumcised and then he's presented at the temple and he makes the the prophet's lifetime, actually. They've been living there waiting for him. And then it goes on and tells the story about when Jesus goes back to the temple and he's teaching and he left his parents and they were so upset and they did not know where he was. And and it wraps up the whole chapter with... um, then in, in chapter 51, then he went to Nazareth with them, his parents, and he was obedient to them. And then the rest of 51 says, but his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And that's what I want. That's what I want you to do, moms. That's what I want to encourage you to do, to treasure up the things that happen each day in your heart. That's what we get to do. That's how we're reimbursed for all the sacrifice that we make as moms. That's why Mother's Day is every day, (laughs) because we have these treasures given to us each and every day. And that's what makes every day Mother's Day. And so this one day set aside special in May is a great day, but it's not the only day that's Mother's Day. And so some of the things I just wanted to share with you that I still ponder in my heart is I've got most of my kids grown up. I've got all of them are in the 20s except for two. I've got two teenagers left. I don't have any babies anymore. I'm not cleaning up after much anymore. And so I think about the things I ponder in my heart. And I think about Macy when she was a little girl. She would call herself Macy Blah Blah Manning. Her middle name was Elizabeth. And she couldn't say Elizabeth. And I just, oh my goodness, I can see her, just her fat little face and her straight little hair. I'm Macy Blah Blah Manning. Or Madeline. Madeline would spell out I love you in hand gestures. And so she would say um, I and point to herself. And then she would do the little heart with her two hands. And then she would point to you. And she would do the this all day long. I'm, but but before breakfast, um, when she was outside playing on the playground, I'd look out in the wind or on the swing set in the backyard. I'd look out the window or or before she'd go to bed or while she was brushing her teeth. Anytime I would walk by or anybody would walk by, she would show them the hand motions. Or how when Molly, when she was a little girl, she would spread the blanket out, try so hard to spread the blanket out, and she was little and she couldn't even get to all four corners of the blanket, and she would straighten one up and the other one would mess up, and she would be so unhappy happy. It was such insight to what a a particular child she was going to be and how she was going to have preferences. And it was such insight into her. And we would go in and we would help her 
or another one with Molly is when she held McCade for the first time. She was 17, and she knew that she wasn't going to get to live or she wasn't going to be living in the house with him she wasn't going to get to see him grow up and she just valued and appreciated his newbornness if that's a word and she just cried I mean I will forever ponder that in my heart as she valued her sibling or I think about Michael he um, had a head full of curls he was my first one to have curls Don has some curls and my mom had curls and Michael just ran around with his head full of curls and he was all boy he had four big sisters that tried really hard to to play dolly with him but he would have none of it he was all his first word was balls and he uh, he loved basketballs baseballs footballs any kind of ball he loved to play with that he cars uh, guns you name it he was all boy and I think about Maddox and how when, even as a little guy, he was out there working so hard on his basketball skills. He would go out there every day and dribble and shoot and shoot free throws and, and just practice it. Oh my goodness, I could talk for hours and hours on how many treasures I have hidden in my heart of my children along the way. And so I just want to challenge you as moms to make yourself a Mother's Day gift. And if it's past Mother's Day, then guess what? Every day is Mother's Day, right? Remember, we just learned that in this podcast. So make a list of all the things that you treasure in your heart and add to it. It's, it's a never-ending list because more and more treasures are going to be given each day, each week, each month. More and more as your children grow up, they've got more and more treasures to give you. And put hide this list. Put this list in your Bible or your journal or post it for the, for the whole family to see that, how, how thrilled you are that they are, they are treasure givers. You are a treasure seeker. And put it on the refrigerator or on the bathroom reminder, remi- mirror as a reminder um, that, that, there's, that God has got things hidden for you all day, every day, in the moments and the actions and the gestures of your kids. And then, I mean, here's a little challenge for you. If you're really brave, then put your list, some of your list, your your top favorite five or 10 treasures on social media and tag us at Crazy Cool Family so that other moms can see and be encouraged by your treasures. And so I just want to say, you know, from from Crazy Cool Family, we we love you. You are cherished. What you are doing is so valuable and it's so important. And we thank you for all that you do. We thank you for every minute of every day that you spend investing and molding and shaping this next generation. You're doing an amazing job. And we want to say happy Mother's Day to you. Go be crazy. CrazyCoolFamily.com. <laughs>